Marcia Ferranto. I'm the CEO of the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund. So can you tell me about this year's report and the findings? Sure. So the National Law Enforcement um, Memorial Fund is the leading authority on line of duty deaths. And I think that it's important to recognize that as we issue our annual fatality report, that each one of these numbers that we're reporting out on are confirmed, uh, although preliminary, uh, because we still receive more cases uh, through the months of January and February, uh, we're pretty tight. We're pretty tight on the statistics. And this uh, report dropped this morning. Um, the The report reflected a downward trend in law enforcement fatalities. Overall, we were down 61%. Uh, the majority of that, however, is COVID. So that's sort of an outlier. Um, we did see 70 COVID deaths uh, within law enforcement, so certainly a tragedy. Um, outside, if you take COVID out of the numbers, uh, law enforcement fatalities are down about 14%. And, um, and so um, you can never talk about good news in a fatality report. Right. If more than one, you know, it's, it's a problem. So we're really focusing on... Um, on how to better improve these numbers, where the numbers are coming from, what is the data showing us? And I think there's a couple of things we learned from the report that dropped today. First, with the overall being down 61% and outside of COVID being down 14%, it speaks to us that our officer safety and wellness programs are working. And our federal government, state governments, local governments need to continue to invest in these programs because these programs are saving lives. One of the statistics that the report shows is that firearms, although they are staying steady from 21, from 21 to 22, if you look at it decade over decade, it's up 21%. So that's some data that we here at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund are going to be, we're going to be focusing on that trend. Um, and to do so, we're going to be following up on January 31st with the Firearm Summit to get into this conversation around why is why are we up so high decade over decade? And, um, and we will be releasing a report from those findings. So that's to answer your question as far as currently, where are we? Uh, and we are down uh, 61% overall, 14% outside of COVID. So can you tell me about some of the programs uh, the foundation has to help uh, police nationwide? Sure. So we operate under three pillars. The first pillar is uh, we, we honor law enforcement. We honor the men and women who have given their lives to help keep our community safe. The second pillar is we tell the story, the amazing story of American law enforcement. And the third pillar, which you're referring to, is our officer safety and wellness pillar. And that is the program that we have implemented to help keep names off the wall. And we specifically look at the data that is coming from the official fatality report. And from that, we create the programs necessary to help close those numbers. We have an initiative called Destination Zero, where our goal is to get these numbers down to zero. 
And we are uh, the repository for all best practices around the nation uh, through departments and agencies that are implementing practices that are saving lives. What they do is they give us these programs. We make it free to all law enforcement to dive in and and read and learn. Uh, But it is one of the ways that we are helping to uh, bring these numbers down. So I've lived in D.C. for a long time and have covered police week in the past. How important is it to recognize the great work police are doing by having a big event like police week? Yeah. Um, So, yes, police week is an incredible time. Uh, for us here in Washington. And, you know, it brings a lot of emotions, uh, Police Week. We bring in law enforcement from all over the nation to celebrate the uh, the profession. Um, we also have the annual uh, candlelight vigil where we bring over 30,000 people onto the National Mall. And we as an organization read each name of every fallen officer at that ceremony. Uh, We also have uh, the memorial is very busy during that time because Police Week also attracts survivors, uh, the people who have given the ultimate sacrifice by losing one of their family members, their co-workers, friend, neighbor. So um, all those people come to Washington and we are the hub right here uh, at Judiciary Square where on one side of our campus, we honor the fallen at the memorial, and at the other side of the campus, we honor the story of American law enforcement. It's a big week for us. Uh, It is the week that we look forward to and prepare for the most. And uh, uh, thank you for asking, uh, because we are in preparations right now uh, for this coming year. The last thing I want to ask is, with this report, uh, I read it and read uh, the past years. How much effort is put into this? So we have a department, a research department that implements a stringent review process. And that re- process starts with a case. Uh, it's start, it then moves into a review of the case. Sometimes there's medical reviews, but it ultimately ends up uh, in front of a committee of law enforcement peers where they decide whether uh, this would be considered a line of duty death. So the the work that goes into this is all year long. Each month, the last day of the month, we report out on uh, what that work the committee has done and how many line of duty deaths have been confirmed. And so I, you know, I, a call to action to all media outlets to be looking for that report the last day of the month. And let's not make the fatality annual report the story, but let's keep the story in front of all the viewers and listeners all year long. That makes a good point. So then the the one year isn't as big since you're following every month. That's right. That's right. And I also, you know, to make this a little bit, you know, bring it closer to home. And one of the statistics that uh, really caused me pause was that um, 204 men lost their lives. 22 women lost their lives. The average age of these law enforcement officers, 44. And the average number of children they left behind was two. Oh, these numbers are real and these lives lost are real. 
and the sacrifice that not only law enforcement officers are making, but their families are making, it's real. So we need to, we need to ask our elected officials to stop demonizing this profession, stop dividing the country around law enforcement. Nothing good comes from dividing. We need to expect them to start uniting, uniting the country around law enforcement, around communities. It is their job and it's what we need to expect from them. When we see that turn, I'm going to say that you're going to see these numbers come down because safe communities equal safe law enforcement and safe law enforcement equals safe communities. We can't live being divided.